بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده let me ask you a question people of my generation would have seen this but the younger ones especially how many of you have seen an ice cellar you know what's an ice cellar you have right okay uh, I don't know Afghanistan may, whether you, you get them or not but India and Pakistan these people especially in the summer or usually in summer they go to an ice factory where they manufacture ice they make big ice blocks so they buy this block of ice which is maybe 20 30 kilograms and they put it on a push cart they on the bed of the cart they put straw or uh, you know things like this which is basically in some insulation they put the ice block on that and then they take this cart through the streets and people uh, buy the ice so they cut pieces of ice and they put it into a grass and they give it to people sometimes there is a, a juice guy there so they also put the ice in the juice and so on and so on right now if you are the ice seller and say you paid $20 for or $10 for that 30 kilogram uh, block of ice, right? So what will be your focus? Sell it as fast as you can. Sell it as fast as you can. Why? It's melting, right? It's melting. Now, if you say, for example, you are selling this ice and it, you know things are not going so good. Uh, it's a very hot day and you are tired and so on. So as the ice seller, will you say, you know what, I'm going to sleep for a little bit. Let me just sleep for an hour under this tree and then I will sell my ice. Will you do that? No way. No way. Because you sleep, you walk, you talk, you do what you want. The ice is melting. Right? Whether you sleep or not, the ice is melting. So if you want to make money that day, then the only way that you can do it is not just to sell the ice, but to sell it as fast as possible because it's melting. If you are slow to sell, it'll just go away. It just melts and, and goes away, right? Let me give you, let me give you another example, which is a more sort of this generation example, and that is your video games, right? I mean, I'm dead against them, and I told you in the last Juma, smash the Xbox. But I'm saying that, <laughs> but I'm saying the. If you're playing a video game and this video game is a time-bound game. So, for example, you have to do something within a certain time frame. So, who wins? The guy who gets the maximum points within that time frame, right? Yes or no? Yep. Why am I giving you these examples? Why? Maximize good deeds. Anybody else? Something to do with time. Do the most we can before our time runs out. Exactly. Yeah, your, your, both your answers are also correct. Do the maximum you can before your time runs out. Which is the third part of the hadith which series which we have been doing. Five before five. Rasulullah said, make use of your time before, of your spare time before you get busy. Make use of your Spare time before you get busy. The question is, what do you do with that spare time? 
I don't know how many of you were here for the last my Juma, second Juma. After the Juma, brother Abba, brother Dastagir said the wonderful thing which is floating around my mind since then. He said that if your children are doing the same work that you are doing, then you are missing a huge, huge, huge opportunity. You are missing it, you are making them miss it. Because in this country, you have the opportunity of doing anything at all and succeeding. But that's not going to happen if your son or your daughter is standing behind the cash desk in your shop or doing stuff, deliveries. Huh? Abdullah is so happy I'm saying this, yeah? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. You think that you are saving money by getting your son to do the delivery? Believe me, that's a very expensive bargain. Very, very expensive bargain. The, the, the good bargain for you would be to hire a, a, a handyman or hire a delivery guy to do the deliveries. Leave your son or daughter to do something which has the opportunity of leveraging them into a different world altogether. But that is not going to happen if you have them stuck to your shop. If they are doing what you are doing, you are wasting their life. Now, that's one side of the story. Let me also say the second side of the story, which is that as youth, as youth, right, your dad gives you the time and then what do you do with the time? You go hang out with your friends, you go with your Xbox and whatnot, then believe me, my brothers, you are, you are committing suicide. It's not a one-sided thing. It's not, it's not always the parents' fault. It's not. Sure, it is. I mean, they are responsible for one part of it, but the other part of it. So, what is it? That, what is it that you have? What are the the ideas in your mind? What are the things that are that you are capable of doing? What are you reading? What are you watching? I told you, watch uh, Shark Tank and Dragon's Den, right? Two reality uh, venture capital funding programs, VC programs. Watch those. Shark Tank and Dragon's Den. If you if you don't have a television at home, that's fantastic. I I have I don't have a tele television in my house for the last thirty five years. You got a, you got a laptop? Watch it. Watch it on that. You got your phone? Watch it on that. They are available. On, I mean, they are on YouTube. And then what you do is you put yourself in the place of the person who is selling, who is pitching to that VC, and you say, "How will I do it differently so I get the investment that I am seeking?" Right? That will also trigger your mind about new ideas. New ideas. Let me, let me give you a little uh, hint in that. All of this sounds nice, fuzzy, fuzzy, wuzzy, lovey, 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 dovey kind of stuff, right? Global warming and, and blah, blah, blah. Believe me, as a VC, if I'm sitting there, you know what I'm looking at? Yes, your project has to be within that framework, but you know what I'm looking at? I'm looking at two things. What? I'm looking at the profit margin on that thing. And I'm looking at the scalability of that thing. So keep that in mind as well. The numbers have to match up. I'm not giving you charity. I'm investing in your business, which means that I'm looking for a return. You get the point? I'm not making a donation to you. No, it's not a donation. This is a... I'm funding. I'm... I'm, I'm I want to participate in your business, meaning I want to cut out of that. And if your business numbers don't make sense, 
then, then it doesn't make sense for me to fund it. Now, obviously, I will not fund a project which is not within that framework of mine, which is global warming and so on, so on, anti-global warming and stuff. But in that framework, if you simply say, give me this money and I'm going to go off into the Brazilian uh, rainforest and I'm going to plant trees. Uh, hold on a second. It has to make, the numbers have to make sense. It must be scalable. It must be, it must have a growth. It must be a growth industry. It must, it must have, I give prospects of growth, right? Take advantage of your spare time before you get busy. Rasulullah said, and I am giving this a, within quotes, worldly spin. Why? Because our religion is of this world. Our religion doesn't take us out of this world into some other place. There is no, there is no other place. There is this world. When we go to the other place, all of this makes no sense, right? We got to prepare for the other place. How do you do that? By living in this world in an iconic fashion, in contributing brilliantly to the benefit of all those people and all the society and all the environment which is around us. And in that process, we are in Jannah. Because if you do that in a halal way, if you do that with concern for people, if you do that, if you spread goodness around yourself, Allah will give you Jannah. So earning Jannah does not mean just make etikaf in the masjid and spend the whole time in the, in the mosque. No. It means, obviously, I'm not saying you don't do your farayah and you don't do nawafil and I'm the greatest exponent in the world about for tahajjud. But at the same time, creating goodness around ourselves in every way. Economic, educational, social, security, welfare, you name it. I selling. Remember the ice seller. Because our time, just like the block of ice, the block of ice is symbolic of our life. It's melting. It's going every single day. One day I come here now. Tomorrow morning when I come here, I'm one day older. I'm a day closer to my death. And I don't know when that day is. None of us know that. Right? We know it's going to happen. We don't know when. So, the sensible person is the one who takes advantage of that. Don't waste your time. Do not waste your time. Count every single second of yours, every minute of yours, every day of yours. At the end of the day, I want to close with this. At the end of the day, keep a, keep a notepad next to your bed. Before you go to bed, just write one line. What did I gain today? That gain can be a learning. The gain can be a good friend that you made. That gain can be something good you did, whatever it is. What did I gain today? Right? Keep a notepad next to your, next to your bed. Before you go to, go to sleep, write in that. Make it into an absolute ritual. You will not sleep until you write it down. Put the date and then say, this is what I gained today. Now the day when there is nothing to write in that is also useful because that will, now it will be on your, my, my whole day, 24 hours I spent and I don't have anything to write in this piece of paper. So one day gone down the drain. It will not go down the drain if it makes you conscious of that. And if you say, okay, this is the only day in my life that went down the drain. After this, no more days will go down the drain. If I ask you just now, what did you learn today? Something new you learned today? I don't know how many of you can answer that question. We're already at 8 p.m. Seriously. 
We are already 8 p.m., right? You got four more hours for this day to end. If you look at the Muslim land, the day is already gone. <laughs> four hours more. So out of 24 hours, 20 hours have passed and we learned nothing. So what, what shall we do with this 20, 20 hours? This is like the ice guy put his card there and he's gone to sleep and he says, oh, I was tired. Yeah, that's right. When you wake up, the ice is gone. Please, my brothers and sisters, seriously, seriously, don't do this to yourself. Do not do this to yourself. Maximize the time because we don't have the time. It's just going. Right? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us aware and then to give us the tawfiq and the energy and the ability to maximize our time. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put barakah in this time so that we use it to the best of our ability. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to be among those who Sayyidina Amar radiallahu said, take your hisab before your hisab is taken. We want to be those who will take our hisab before our hisab is taken. وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمه الله الرحيم